0: Good morning everyone, it's a real privilege for me to share a few thoughts with you for this Sunday. I hope you have been blessed by our online services through the different items, just hearing from our church family and um, through the worship and the word over the past few weeks. Um, I hope it's been encouraging you through this time. We understand it is a very difficult time for us all. We understand that we are living in uncertainty, um, but what we do know is that God is with us that's our faith and God is doing something and I want you to know that God is doing something in you he's going to be doing something through you um, in this time even when it might not feel like it even when you cannot see it God is still working and um, I want to bring a, a word for you today that I hope will bless you challenge you and strengthen you Um, God prompted me to Read Daniel 3 earlier this week and I'd encourage you to read that in your own time. Uh, Read everything that goes on in Daniel 3. I just want to give you a summary of what um, is going on and I'll refer to uh, certain verses um, in this word today. But in Daniel 3 we see this king, king of Babylon. His name is Nebuchadnezzar and uh, he's a bit of a mad one. He responds to life quite aggressively we see this in Daniel 2 he has dreams and his mind's going he doesn't understand what's happening he calls people to him his magicians his astrologers, work it. he's saying work it out or you'll be cut up into pieces um he's quite aggressive and he responds um quite violently um to what is going on around him and in him and we see this more in Daniel 3 he he creates this golden image For people to worship and he says he commands that if no one worships this golden image when my music is being played then you'll be thrown into the blazing furnace it's important to note about king nebuchadnezzar is that he has already at this point in daniel 3 already once before confessed to daniel He's one true God. He's already confessed that God is the God of gods. He's above any any other. He says in, in verse 47 in Daniel 2 in Daniel 2, surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings. He's, he's already confessed that. Yet his confession of God still does not prevent him being a worshiper of idols. And and so in Daniel 3, he creates this image and calls people to worship. But there are th- three three guys um, who come together to, um, who refuse to do what the king commanded. They stood firm in their faith that they had in the one true God, Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo. when the king found out that these guys were not going to bow down to the golden image when he found out that they were not going to worship the way he wanted them to worship he called them to him he challenged them he confronted them do you not know what's going to happen to you if you do not worship this golden image if you do not bow down to this golden image do you not know what will happen to you You will be thrown into the Blazing Furnace. These guys still refused. They're not going to worship this golden image. They're going to worship their one and true God. As the king would normally, how the king would normally respond with fury. He does that again and he he commands them to go. He tells them that they're going to be in. The blazing furnace and because of their response it is seven times hotter than it would be before. The soldiers that took them to the furnace, they died because of how hot it was. They fell into the fire. King Nebuchadnezzar watched and he saw and he saw another in the fire with them. He was amazed. And then he called out, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out. They came out of the fire, no harm done. No hair was burnt, nothing. Exactly the way they were as they went in. No harm to their bodies at all. And this is what the king says in Daniel 3, verse 28. Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, who sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's commands and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any God except their own God. Daniel 3 is an amazing passage of God's power, of God's glory, of god's faithfulness and this happened all through these three guys how did we see the power of god we see it by the trust that they had in him the trust that they had in him and him alone and i want to bring some thoughts on today about trusting god when life is tough this was a tough situation for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, everybody else around them was going to bow down to um, this golden image and they were the ones that stood out. They didn't give in. This is not a season for us to give up. This is not a season for us to give in. It's not a time for us to worry even though it's very easy to worry it's not a time for us to live in fear even though it's very easy to fear it might feel at the moment that we are in a bit of a furnace the more this goes on and on the longer it goes the hotter it may feel but no matter what you are feeling no matter of the circumstance no matter of the opposition i want you today I want to encourage you today to continue to put your trust in God. Trust in God. See, we need to understand that following Jesus means that we will face some of the biggest challenges that we could, couldn't could have imagined. And I think you would agree, Derby City Church, that... This season is probably the most challenging season that the church has ever had to face. But we need to know that following Jesus, it means that challenges will come our way. Following Jesus means that there will be struggles, that there will be pain, that there will be battles, there will be mountains, there will be opposition. It will mean living in a season of the unknown, just like now. But how do we respond? I want to encourage you to respond by trust, trusting in God. Trust in God. And I want to unpack what I believe trusting God looks like for a time like this. First thing I want to say is that choosing to trust God will mean an act of surrender it will mean an act of surrender in verse 23 of Daniel 3 it says that and these three men these three men Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they were firmly tied and they fell into the blazing furnace see life wasn't as we said looking great for these for these boys and they were just about to lose their lives put, for putting their trust in God. They had the opportunity to turn away. They, have, they had the opportunity to bow down to the worship, to the golden image. They had the opportunity, but they stood firm in their faith in God. And we see this through their response in verse 17 it says "O king nebuchadnezzar we do not need to defend ourselves if we are thrown into this blazing furnace the god we serve is able to save us from it and he will rescue us from your hand but even if he does not we want you to know we will not serve your gods or worship the image of God you have set up Standing firm in your faith in God demonstrates an act, your act in surrender to him. I want you to know today that as followers of Christ, you don't need to defend yourself. You only need to surrender yourself. Surrender to God. These three men were not going to give in to the king's commands. They surrendered to the one true God. And to their one and true defender. I want you to know that God is your defender today. God is your defender Defender today. You can trust in God because he is your defender. And I believe that this is a time to surrender more than ever before. You can surrender to your defender. And what that means to surrender. It means that we are still declaring that God is still God no matter what life throws at us God is still God we are declaring that that God is still good when life is not good we are declaring that God is still faithful when we have not been faithful we are declaring that God continues to reign when everything seems to have fallen we are declaring that God still has a greater plan when everything is else seems a messed up plan we are declaring that God still has a purpose over our lives when we feel a little bit useless we are declaring that God is still God and this is what Shadrach Meshach and Abednego had in the moment of falling into the fire we still trust in God no matter what happens to us he remains God he remains good he remains faithful they trusted god enough that they were willing to die for him the challenge for us is can we trust god enough in order to live for him see we're maybe in lockdown but we are not locked out from god we are not locked away from him we are called to live for him right where we are we are not called to stop we are not called to wait it out we are called to live for him because we were made by him king nebuchadnezzar created this golden image which it represented himself it represented um the uh, babylon and it represented his kingdom and he called people to live for him by worshiping the gold image no one knows what this image really looked like um it could have been amazing could have been rubbish you know but he said that it was 90 feet 90 feet high and nine feet wide and it was gold sounds like it would be amazing uh, to the eye and man had created an image to worship and this has continued to happen for generations even today man is worship for for what he has created But what we need to do is go right back to the beginning and know the image what God created. God created you. He didn't need to create anything to be worshipped. He created us to only worship him. You are far more valuable to him than anything else. God created you in his very own image and we are called to surrender to him through our worship to him and him alone. We were made by him and we are made for him. We live for God by giving up our own will, our own desires, our own thoughts. Because if we decide to lean on our own understanding, we begin to then drift and live in doubt and living in worry and live feeling alone and then drawing ourselves away from the one and only one who can really help us. drawing us away from the only one that can help us proverbs 3 verse 5 trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding choose to trust by surrendering in worship to your defender and your true creator even when it may feel like we are falling more we are falling more and more into a blazing furnace we may just be falling closer and closer to jesus Which leads to my next point. Our decision to trust in God brings assurance that he is with us. He is with us. In verse 25, the king says, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like the son of the gods. See, there have been many discussions around the fourth man, whether this was Jesus or an angel. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that God was there. Is that God was there? God was in the fire. And some of you just maybe need to hear this morning that that promise that God is with you, He is with you, and He never leaves you nor forsakes you. Even when it may seem and feel like the life we once had is now over, God's presence does show up. God's presence is there. God did not prevent these three men from going in the fire. God showed up in the fire. He showed up in the fire. And God did not prevent lockdown from happening. I don't know why. But I do know that he is with us and What I do know is that he is going to demonstrate his power through us. David writes in Psalm 77 verse 13, your ways, God, are holy. What God is is as great as our God. You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. God is with you through the fires of life. When it feels like it is getting too much, when you feel like you're getting closed in on, when you feel like you're burning up, when you're feeling like you've had enough, it, it may seem there's a no way out. Just like the Israelites would have felt with Moses by the Red Sea, it looked like it was over, there was nowhere to go. Pharaoh and his men were closing in, but Moses trusted God and made a way through his power, through his wonders. God will display his power among us by his presence. We only need to trust in him. Know that he is with you. Know that he is with you. Trusting God is believing in his promises in all circumstances. And one promise is writing his name, Emmanuel, which means God with us. See, we do not know in this passage of Daniel 3, if these three men saw the fourth man in the fire, there will be times when we are really aware of the presence of God. There will be times when we are not. The truth, when we are not aware. But the truth is, is that God is there. He is with you right now. Believe that He is with you through the most challenging and scariest of times. This is faith. The trust you have in God opens your eyes to His presence in the flames of life. When you feel like you are burning up, you need a heart of peace. When there's a storm, you need a shelter. When you are hurting, you need a comforter. When, there is, when you're in a battle, you need a shield. And we begin to find and receive all of who God is when we make that choice to trust in him. Trust requires us to make a move. You can make a move today by opening your hearts to him. Having your hearts open to Jesus every day invites Jesus into your home every day. And then we begin to know and understand understand that we are really not alone in the fires of life, in the isolation of life. He is there with us. The king saw not three men in the fire, he saw four. I want you to know today, as you are watching, if you're on your own, there's not one of you, there's two of you. If two of you are watching, there's three of you. Families, groups, threes or fours, there's always another. There's always another. God is with you. There will always be another with you. Another in the fire with you. Another in the lonely times of life there will be another god is with you and that is his promise and his promises are yes and amen Isaiah 43 verse 2 when you pass through the waters i will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you when you walk through the fire you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you your decision to trust in god brings assurance that he is with you it is better to be in the fire. It is better to be in the valley of the darkest valley with God than to be on the mountaintops, than to be out of the fire without God. Which leads me to my final point. The trust you have in God will strengthen you to rise up. In verse 26, Daniel 3 the King commands, servants of, of the Most High God, come out. Come out of the fire. Some of you need to hear today that God is preparing you in the fires of life. This season may just be a time of preparation. a Preparation for us to come out. For us to rise God is doing something in you and through you in this time of lockdown we do not know when the time will come for us all to be called to, be, to come out but that time will come for us to rise up I believe God is using this church mightily through the season by the love and the care we show for others he is using the church he's building his church but I also believe he is preparing his people When we look through the Bible, we see God prepare his people in the most unusual and loneliest of places. We see God preparing Joseph in the prison, God preparing Moses in the desert. In the desert, God was preparing David in the fields, Jonah in the big whale. God may just be preparing you right now in the fire. King Nebuchadnezzar shouted to these three men, servants of the most high God, come out. The king comes to realise once again that God is greater and far superior than any other, than any circumstance in life. God is greater. He is more powerful. He is so much more powerful than anything that we face. And he continues to strengthen us as we decide to trust in him. The grace of God strengthens, strengthens us in the place of places of devastation. The grace of God mends the broken hearted. The grace of God is enough. God says my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. The grace of God is enough. It is enough. And the grace of God gives you strength which... Which you thought you would never have. It says in Isaiah 4:30 when those who trust in the Lord will find new strength, will find new strength. New strength will come from trusting God through the most unexpected and most confusing places. I am sure Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would have thought, I'm not sure why this is happening. I'm not sure why we are going into, we're about to die. But if this is his plan for us to die, then we shall die. It is not our will, but his will. When everything seems lost, when everything seems broken, when evil seems to be surrounding us, I want you to know that God will turn it for good. And we will see his power, we will see his glory By trusting in him through all circumstances of life. Trusting in God. Choose to trust in God. Means that we need to surrender to him. Our trust. Our decision to trust in God brings assurance that he is with us. The trust you have in God will strengthen you to rise up. Let me finish with this verse written by Paul. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Trust in God when life is tough. Surrender to him he is with you he is for you and he strengthens you in the most darkest and the most loneliest of places may the god bless you